But now there's this cat that keeps laying on my chest and purring, and I pet it, and then I eat some yogurt, and maybe I'm gay. I don't know anymore. Next time you're humping away, and the dog starts licking your ass, enjoy it. Take a walk and pet a cat. That's my advice for this week. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey, what's going on with you? Your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, my friend. How have you been? I know it's been a minute since we've talked last. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed you last week, but hey, I hope you had a great week. And guess what? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing, my friend. And if you're not, it's okay. But get your shit together, all right? The world's falling apart. You don't have time to be slacking anymore. Or maybe all you want to do is be slacking. And if that's the case, slack away, my friend. Just don't feel bad about it and make it other people's problem, okay? Uh, Real quick, some shows coming up. You know, tomorrow, or excuse me, tonight, May 16th, I will be at New Heights Brewing here in Nashville, Tennessee. Also, May 26th, Jackalope Brewing, also in Nashville, Tennessee. June 9th, the East Room here in, by God, Nashville, Tennessee. And then uh, also towards the end of June, 22nd, 23rd, a couple more shows in Nashville. And hey, July 1st, guess where I'll be? Fucking Nashville. <laughs> and then in August, in August, I'm going to be up in uh, Cincinnati. So uh, working on a tour, more dates to come for uh, August. I'm. Keep up with Joe Kelly or at JoeKellyComedy.com. Keep up with Joe Kelly at JoeKellyComedy.com. That makes perfect sense. But, uh, yeah, show's coming up around Nashville and uh, working on a tour, working on producing some shows. Lots of stuff coming your way, friends. Hope you're ready for it because if you're not, it's coming anyway. But what's been going on with you? Yeah. Hey, listen, I didn't do a podcast last week. I was up in Indianapolis uh over the weekend, last weekend, you know, did a show up there, had a great time, but uh, wasn't feeling that great. So when I got back, hey, it was already Monday by the time I got back, so I didn't do a podcast. But I hope you uh, I hope you had a great week. I hope good things are happening in your life, you know, what's going on in the world. As uh, we've come to realize, I don't fucking know. You know, here's something I just read. This will probably get in your craw and really get you heated case we let's get some fire to start the podcast this week shall we people did you see this uh this jason momoa fella boy he's momoa fella he's a real piece of shit did you see that people this guy's a terrible piece of shit you know he took a picture in the sistine chapel and posted it on the internet and uh, that means he's a piece of shit and he should probably die that's how i feel about that good news to start <laughs> to start the podcast with i just looked on i clicked on i went cnn.com scrolled down a little bit and the first thing that popped up said jason momoa apologizes after taking photos in the sistine chapel so that's uh some interesting news here i'll go to a different news story and maybe they got some uh better news or a different news site i'll go to rt.com russiatoday.com the enemy we'll check in with the enemy and see what they're doing uh What do they have to say? Serbian president doubles down on Russian sanctions. America's selective outrage over Ukraine is fashioned by a well-oiled propaganda machine. Just ask the people of Yemen. I don't know what any of this means, people. I don't know what any of it means. I don't care. I have 
I'm at, I feel like I'm at a weird place where I'm trying to pay attention to what's going on in the world just so I can have something to maybe talk about on the podcast or talk about during stand-up. But I've come to the realization that I just do not give a fuck at all. None whatsoever. I don't care about the rich people beating each other up and shitting in each other's beds. I don't care about that. I don't care about the stock market crashing. I don't care about the impending doom that's just around the corner for our society and culture. I don't care. I don't care that Elon Musk bought Twitter or whatever. I just don't care about any of it. And I don't know what to do. I'm trying to tune back into society, but I feel, I don't know, I feel so much better (laughs) when I'm not paying attention to any of this shit. I've felt very peaceful the past couple of weeks, people, and it's getting weird, you know? I keep petting a cat, and that's been, I've never been a cat person in my life. If you're a fan of this podcast, you guys know I'm a dog guy. I've been a dog guy forever, but now there's this cat that keeps laying on my chest and purring and I pet it and then I eat some yogurt and maybe I'm gay. I don't know anymore. I'm lost, people. I feel at peace with myself and at the world with that cat on my chest. What the fuck? What am I supposed to do? How do you communicate with people if you don't know what the fuck's going on in the world? But I have been enjoying having that cat just lay on my chest and purr. It's been wonderful. I just get up in the morning, I go for a walk, I listen to music, sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes an hour. I just go and walk because I got nowhere to be and nothing to do and no one's expecting anything from me. And I enjoy it. And I don't think about the bad news in the world. I just listen to the music and I sing. (laughs) And sometimes I dance a little bit while I'm walking, you know, I'm just feeling good out in the world and I don't know, I don't know how to communicate it to people. Because everybody wants to talk about stuff that's going on. And as soon as people talk about stuff that's going on, I get irritated and I don't want to be a part of the conversation anymore. You know, I don't care. The world's falling apart. Everybody can see that at this point in time. You know, people have been telling you this day was coming for a long time. And I like how everybody is surprised. I like how everyone is shocked that the fucking economy is collapsing and the stock market is tanking. When people have been talking about this day for 20 years. You know, they've said it was coming. They said oil was going to get crazy expensive. Have you, are you familiar with the theory of peak oil, my friends? Do you know about this? It's the idea that at some point oil is a finite resource. So at some point you're going to use up half of it. And once you use up half of it, it's all a downhill slide from there. You know, there's a great documentary called Collapse by a guy named, uh, what was his name? Michael J. Rupert, I think, I want to say that's uh, the right name, wrote a book about it and everything, ended up committing suicide, allegedly. You know how these things work out, people. Anytime someone tries to warn you that bad things are coming your way, they always end up killing themselves. Why is that? Why is it that everyone who's trying to look out for people who seems to kill themselves or end up dead, meanwhile these demons continue to run amok? Why is that? I don't have any answer for it. I'm just curious about it. It just seems odd to live in a world where, you know, the people who genuinely seem to try and look out for human beings all end up dead in some way, shape, or form. And then the people who definitely use your emotions and your goodwill against you in order to benefit from it, they seem to just thrive. Why is that? Very strange. But anyway, this day has been coming. 
The ride's been fun, America. We've had a good time. It's been a great, enjoyable ride, and it's slowly coming to an end, and I don't care. And I don't want to distract myself from the end of it either. I want to experience the downfall of this. Don't you, my friend? Don't you really want to see what it's all about? You know? It's like when you take your mushrooms, kids. What do I always say when you take your mushrooms? You do it alone in a dark room so you can experience what the mushrooms are. You don't want to distract yourself with a laser light show and shitty music, you know? You just want to sit and experience the mushrooms. So I want to experience the collapse of society. I don't know why I've... <laughs> I don't... I realize this incoherent rambling probably doesn't seem like I feel... Like, <laughs> like I'm at peace with myself right now. <laughs> but I am. I feel pretty good most. I've been feeling great, people. And I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not doing too much different. I'm just... I don't know. I'm enjoying the slow pace of my days. And... I, it's just nice and everything's fine up until I get around people and people start talking to me. Is that autism? What is that? Or am I a genius? What is it to where everything is just beautiful all the time? And then as soon as people start talking about stupid shit to me, I just can't, I, I just, I lose it. I can't deal with it. You know, what is that? Cause I don't want to talk about anything that's going on in the news. Nothing, nothing's good going on. You know, I've been going down this rabbit hole of, I've been watching like old conspiracy documentaries again. It's been fun. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, I've been going down this rabbit hole of old conspiracy uh, documentaries and especially stuff with the CIA, not even conspiracy, just little tidbits about the CIA that I think everybody should know. Oh, real quick for everybody who's watching this, I haven't really acknowledged the sunglasses yet. I'm wearing sunglasses inside now. You know what I mean? I don't care for these, uh, all these bright lights is a little bit too much for your old pal Joe's eyes. So I'm wearing sunglasses now. Also, I have noticed that a lot of cult leaders tend to wear the shade. So I'm going to keep these motherfuckers on, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, have you guys, listen, if there's one conspiracy documentary you should watch, it is made by Alex Jones from InfoWars, all that shit. But if you have not ever watched The Obama Deception, I highly recommend you do watch it. It does sound like it's an anti-Obama documentary, and in a way it is, but it's a, it's a fantastic documentary, more about the, what politics is and what the president actually is. And more like the behind the scenes sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Is it a conspiracy? They're not talking about like steel melting beams or who shot JFK. They're just like, hey, uh, everybody who works for Obama also works for banks and big corporations and shit like that. So just a fascinating documentary. You should check it out. That's why we're in the trouble that we're in is because uh, the world is in the hands of very few people are they possibly interdimensional demons from space slash hell yeah that's a possibility too you know but on the surface they're just greedy greedy people who just want to control things you know and maybe they're from a different dimension yeah maybe they're you know again interdimensional demons who pretend to be human so then they can treat the rest of us like uh, cattle in a way livestock you know maybe that's a possibility too but on the surface 
we're all fucked because business and politics and banking and politics, it's all so intertwined, you know, that like you can become the CEO of a major corporation, a bank, let's say, and then you can get involved in politics in some way. And then you can pass legislation to help bankers. And then you can quit politics and go right back working for your bank. That's the world we live in, people. Is that capitalism? I don't think so. I think, uh, I think we live in a fascist world. I think the whole world is just nothing but fascism at this point in time, which uh, I think on a, on a basic understanding, because I'm not that smart, people, but what I think fascism is, isn't that when corporations kind of run the government, isn't that what it is, or when the government becomes corporations? And if that's what fascism is, if you don't understand that that's what's going on, there's absolutely no hope for you in any way, shape, or form, you know? If you still think that this is a democracy, this is, I mean, come on, people. You're fucking, I almost said wake up, but I don't want to be one of those. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those guys who's telling, yelling at everybody, wake up, man, can't you see it? They're doing it right in front of your face. I'm wearing sunglasses and a cutoff t-shirt right now. This t-shirt has no sleeves, my friends. It did at one point in time, but I cut them off. And now I'm wearing this shirt and my sunglasses, and I feel great. I also have not been drinking alcohol in like two weeks. And anytime I start getting sober, my mind just is fucking, I don't know, people. I feel more normal when I'm drinking. When I'm not drinking, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like, I feel like good things are coming my way and I don't know how to handle it, you know? But uh, do I have a drinking problem? I don't know. That's for somebody else to decide. <laughs> I'll just take it a break. Haven't felt great. Realized that when I got to Nashville, I was just drinking for through the comedy uh, festival. So it's been relatively easy just to not drink. So I don't know if uh, I haven't had the shakes. I haven't been like, man, I just got to get a drink in me. But uh, if you ever feel like you should take a break from something, just do it. You know what I mean? I understand I'm not trying to uh, downplay the... Um, the stranglehold addiction can have on you. I'm not trying to make light of that. I understand addiction is a real thing. But if there's ever a moment where you're like, hey, maybe I should just slow down on this or take a break, taking a break from anything is always good. So no matter what it is, take a break from time to time. I can't wait to have a drink again. I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for that occasion to come where it's like, yeah, this is going to be, I'm going to have a drink tonight. But right now I'm not just because when I got here, I drank that whole fucking week and it's like, I don't need to be fucking just drunk in Nashville again. You know, I was drunk in Nashville for a couple years. <laughs> That's what I was doing before I left. Pretty much just drinking, doing comedy, drinking while doing comedy because comedy was pretty much every night then. And just, yeah, you know, pretending I was doing something more than just drinking. You know, I was like, no, I'm chasing a dream. I'm doing comedy. It's like, realistically, I mean, yeah, you're working on the, you're doing the open mics and shit, but at the end of the day, it was just drinking. So I'm uh, not going to allow myself to continue to do that in Nashville. I didn't come back here just to, uh, just to drink again. You know what I mean? 
that day will come. I can't wait for it to come to enjoy myself with friends and loved ones where we have a nice drink together and loosen up and share a laugh and express our love for one another. But for the time being, I'm just enjoying not paying attention to the news and not drinking and taking my morning walks and having a cat lay on my chest and then telling jokes in the meantime. You know, I don't know what happened, people, but I feel pretty goddamn good. (laughs) I wish I could help you in some way, shape or form in case, you know, I haven't figured anything out. I know that. But goddamn, I just feel ah, I just feel so good lately. I'm not worried about a goddamn thing. You know, and I, for a minute, I guess there was a day last week where I wasn't feeling so great. I got this idea for a show I'd like to run, and I was trying to do it at uh, the comedy club here in town at Zany's and got some good feedback about it. But then when it came down to the uh, the final boss who makes decisions, they didn't enjoy the idea of the show. So that kind of put, you know, that bummed me out. But there's other people around here, other people who you know, believe in me and believe in the idea. So got a different venue. The show is going to be coming. Uh, We're doing it in July. I'm not going to give you too many details right now, but I got a show coming in July in Nashville. It's going to be, I'll give you the fucking date too, in case you want to mark it down, in case you're going to be around, you know, I hope it'll be a good show. I think it'll be a great show. I believe it is going to be July 13th, which is a Wednesday. But more details to come, people. But yeah, I feel, yeah, you just got different people around. So that's what I'm looking at. Because it is easy to go, you know, oh, the club doesn't want me. And it's not that at all. It's not that they don't want you. It's just that that's not right for whatever they're trying to do or whatever it is, you know. But rejection can uh, be, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It could it can kill your motivation. I know that, especially because realistically, I would love to do that show at Zanies. I would love to do a show, have my own show at Zanies. I would love to get my fucking picture on that wall. That is a, a goal of mine in this next year to get my picture on that fucking wall. And if it happens, great. And if it doesn't, I think I think I'm okay with it. I really would. Lo- I really want that. I want my picture to be on that fucking wall. But uh, if it doesn't, maybe I'll find a different wall to get my picture on. I don't know, people. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But I feel at peace, as I've said 900 times. Let's, uh, this has been a quick one. Hey, it's all right to be quick and just check in for a moment. Again, I don't know what's going on in the world. I've been, I'm getting back to my uh, coffee ground and coconut oil body scrubbing. Remember that, people. Remember when I first started this podcast, the early episodes, when I first discovered the coffee ground and uh, coconut oil body scrub? Oh, man. Here's a little tip for you, people. Take this one home. Take your coffee grounds. Mix it with some coconut oil. Get in the shower. Rub that shit all on your body. Exfoliate your skin, you know? And then rinse it off. And (laughs) you'll feel so fucking fantastic. It feels good. Your fucking gooch smells like goddamn coffee and coconut for at least a day and a half. You know what I mean? It's fucking wonderful, people. That's what I'm doing with my days. I'm rubbing my body, and I'm petting a cat, and I'm wearing sunglasses inside the fucking house. (laughs) 
uh, just brushing up on the CIA, you know? That's all I've been doing. How do you guys feel about the Central Intelligence Agency? Do you think that maybe they're uh, a little bit more... Do you think they have more going on than they're, than it's led to believe, you know? I honestly think, I think our whole culture, our whole, the American society right now is nothing but one major psyop. I truly believe that. I think, because the CIA comes out of uh, Skull and Bones, for those of you who don't know, which is the, uh, the secret society at Yale. A lot of people who work for the CIA have also been members of Skull and Bones. So, these people have a different type of bond than, uh, than most people. So I just, I just think the CIA pretty much runs the world. They definitely have been behind every major terrorist attack ever. It's all been orchestrated by the Central Intelligence Agency. They killed Kennedy. They killed RFK. The People's Temple was also ran by the CIA. Charles Manson may have not been an agent for the CIA, but they were aware of him, you know. The FBI trains hijackers for 9-11. It's all documented, people. Read it. <laughs> Do your own research, all right? I, I know these things to be true, and I hope you can find the truth that you seek. <laughs> but I believe it's all just one mind control experiment that's going on. That's all television is. That's definitely... We don't think America is like... America, we tend to not think that we're exposed to propaganda, but realistically, we're probably the most propagandized nation that there's ever been, you know, realistically. People don't know anything outside of a television, you know. My, any, like I talked to my mom, it's like I got to ask her specific questions about like her day and her life and what's going on with her. If not, she'll just tell me what she saw on the TV. And I feel like that's like a lot of people, like they go, oh, I saw this on the TV. So that must be what's going on, you know, and they've never experienced what they're talking about and it's not good. And uh, there is a, you know, a possibility that, uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to end up on the, the Clinton kill list, bro. No, I think it is a, there is a possibility that some of these, major events and terrorist attacks and like shootings and shit like that. I think they may occur just to rattle, uh, rattle the, the public's nervous system. You know what I mean? Just to keep them scared a little bit. So just what I think people, it's all one big psyop and it's not good. And maybe we're in a lot of trouble, but I don't think we're in trouble. Take a walk and pet a cat. That's my advice for this week. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. Listen, I don't really know what I was talking about with all that CIA stuff. I'm just rambling, just having fun. You know, there is a great documentary series called Evidence of Revision. I highly suggest you check it out in case you're interested in the JFK assassination and RFK and MK Ultra and the People's Temple and all that shit. Fascinating documentary series. They just take like raw news clips and kind of compile it together. You know what I mean? Like as the news that was coming out after Kennedy got shot in the head, that's where uh, the first part of this documentary, a majority of that is nothing but like old news reels and shit like that, you know, before the narrative was constructed and then spewed out into the public and then repeated by everybody, you know? So, 
fascinating shit. Same thing with the RFK documentary, the People's Temple. Like, it's all just like old news footage that uh, is pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, people. Go check it out. Give it a go. Evidence of revision, the Obama deception. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. All right. Animal video clip of the week. Get you on your way, people. Hope we've had some fun today, huh? Uh, I this I saw this video on Instagram and listen, people. You know, people assume that something's wrong with it if you eat ass. You know, people think it's gross and it's weird. And for the longest time, I did too. I'll be honest with you. I thought I was different because that's something I enjoy. I thought I was special. Thought I was unique because I eat ass. But it turns out a lot of things in nature be eating that butt. This video, again, Instagram account, it's uh, what it is. What this video is, my friend, is just a, a, a giraffe's ass and a woodpecker just eating, eating the giraffe's ass. It's pretty great. Is he pecking it? Yeah. You know, sometimes you got you to gotta get in there deep. You can't be all willy-nilly with it. You got to slam your fucking head into that old stinker so you can get in there real good. And that's what the woodpecker's doing. It's just eating probably, I don't know, cranberries or something like that out of the giraffe's bootay. But it just makes me feel better that that's, you know, not only are other species doing this sexy, sexy thing, <laughs> it's also an interspecies ass-eating relationship, you know? So when you're making love and your dog comes up and starts licking your ass, don't push it away. Be, don't make it feel self-conscious and make you feel like it's doing something wrong. It's just trying to partake in the act. So, you know, next time you're humping away and the dog starts licking your ass, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Okay? And take a walk in the morning and pet a cat, as we have stated before. Listen, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. Hope we learned something. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all my upcoming comedy shows. There's going to be breaking news coming there real soon, so keep your eyes on it. If you haven't checked out Ladies and Leftovers, my debut comedy album, please do that. It'd be great if you did. And uh, other than that, that's it, people. Get out there, have some fun this week, all right? Take care of yourself. Hey, take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later. <laughs>